a Radio 191 FM podcast. Morena, everyone, and we are joined by Jack Ansett, who is a comedian based in Tamaki Makoto. Jack will be in Dunedin Utiputi Fringe Festival, which is starting this Friday, the 18th of March. Welcome, Jack. How are you? Oh, thanks, Radio 1. How are you? We're great. It's We're a great. very sunny day here in Otiputi so far. Maybe, oh, is it? Maybe a chance of showers yeah. later, but it's pretty all right. How about you? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's beautiful in Auckland. Lots of sun. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm surprised to hear it's sunny in Dunedin. I only hear bad things. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised as well. I can only see a tree, so I'm just trusting Sunaina. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And let's kick it off. So tell us a little bit about yourself and when you first got into comedy. Um, oh, well, it's um, kind of tragic. I just started in um, in high school, really. Um, yeah, when I was probably about 14 or 15, I just started going to uh, the pubs and um, uh, after school <laughs> in the night time. Uh, Is that and, legal? <laughs> well, no, no. I was performing without a guardian. Um, so, yeah, I got a few pubs shut down, actually, um, stripped off oh, well their liquor license and things like that. Um, so yeah, pretty dramatic. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, and now I'm um, 23, so it's um, yeah, sort of sort of shoved myself into doing that, and um, and then yeah, and then I got quite confident with it, and then I went, well, I'm not going to my exams then. I'm going to do comedy. <laughs> right, uh, that's that's a commitment. Yeah. You get rid of the the safety net and the plan B, um, with no exams. No plan B. No plan <laughs> no, B. Yeah. Hey, well, it seems to be working out for you. Um, when did you kind of, I mean, do you feel like you've made it? Do you feel like you've kind of got... Uh, blown up, yeah. for example, yeah. No, not at all. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm stri- tri- striving hard on the daily, um, but um, <laughs> on the I, don't know, I, I don't know if you can make it in New Zealand, but um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's the answer to that. No, not yet. Not yet. Um, I'm, doing a, a radio interview to advertise my comedy show, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, if it gives you any confidence, I got super excited because I, I mean, when I found out we're doing this interview, I had already seen your Wheatbix triathlon um, mm-hmm. that you entered. Yeah, yeah no. we're, we're, we know you. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, we know it's you. to me. <laughs> yeah, very exciting, very fun. How did that idea come about? And I suppose for the listeners as yeah. well, um, give a bit of context. Um, you were 22 and entered into the Wheatbix triathlon, which is capped at 18 and is meant for children. Is that is that about right? 15. 15. 15. Oh yeah. my goodness. Um, it does require some um, background. Uh, it is quite insane. Um, an insane thing to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, well, it's what the show is about. Um, I sort of had a, a pretty um, big year of rejection in about 20, um, uh, 20. So a couple of things. I um, auditioned to be young David Bain in that TV show and didn't get that. Oh, so that no. um, that upset me because, um, you know, I quite look quite quite a bit like him um, and a few other things. Um, so, yeah, I ended. I just thought, well, I'll, I'll enter something that, you know, I, I can't lose because it's a participation event and everyone gets a gold medal. So, um, yeah, I snuck in as a, as a 15, pretended to be a 15-year-old and no one, no one suspected me of not being a 15-year-old. So... That was what happened. I thought I'd get turned away at the gate, but no. Yeah, um, what did that do for the ego? <laughs> I know. So that's what the show is about. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. 
Nice. Well, I can't can't say too much. Yeah, no, we won't we won't press you for it. Um, yeah, and I guess coming up with all these uh, comedy skits and ideas, I guess there is this part of comedy where it's you're walking a fine line of what's socially acceptable, and especially in this <laughs> online age of cancel culture and trying to. I guess everything that's put online, even if you do something, maybe even stand up, it could be mm. filmed by somebody else. Do you yeah. ever have this fear of being like so-called cancelled? I don't really like that word, but as a comedian, do you have that pressure? Oh, I mean, um, always talking about anything controversial, um, and then, uh, I think you're sweet if you do that. But um, yeah. there definitely are some comedians out there that you know love. Towing the line in terms of material and things like that. I guess uh, it's towing the line, pretending to be a child and sneaking into a children's sporting event, but that's different, you know. I, um, <laughs> um, I guess, um, yeah, you do have to do a few things like that, I guess, if you if you want to make some content, because, you know, if you're a comedian, you sort of do the same thing every day, you sort of just sort of writing in cafes and things like that, so it's kind of hard to find inspiration. Um which yeah, which is why I do um, crazy things like that sometimes when I yeah um, get bored. So um, does that answer the question? I don't know. I yeah. Still went on a tangent. Yeah. No, I think that's <laughs> kind of your comedy style is much less about making fun of other people, but kind of looking at your own experiences. Is that kind of a way that you keep out of potentially offending? Mm. Um, yeah, you're calling groups. me a laughing stock, are you? <laughs> Hopefully, if you're a comedian. But uh... all right, okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I was going to say as well, do you have any comedians that you specifically draw inspiration from or look up to? Um, I don't know. I don't really watch too much comedy, but probably just my friends um, around me up here in Auckland, you know, you sort of, um, um, you know, write with with those people every day and things like that and and gig with them and and things. So probably those people around me, um, in particular one of my uh, best friends, Ray O'Leary, the I was in the suit um, with the glasses. That he's, that's how people might know him. Um, um, yeah, people like that. Um, yeah, friends. Um. Wholesome. <laughs> awesome stuff. And I guess for someone who is keen to start entering the comedy scene, I think it would be like a bit scary to be, oh, I, do I start stand-up oh, comedy? Terrifying. Do I go out into a bar? Or yeah. how would you... Do you have any advice or tips for getting started? Yeah, my number one tip would be um, don't do it and get a degree. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, if, if I think if you really want to do it, then you're going to end up doing it anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, there, there's comedy in most... Well, this is, this is just in Dunedin. So there, I think there's comedy in Dunedin, so there's probably a good <laughs> you can find. Um, if you're underage... Uh, you can probably go to with a legal guardian like your mother or father or, but um, yeah I mean I guess just get involved in um, I don't know you get organisation classes or something like that um, that's how I got into it mm. initially um, yeah there's you'll find your way to it eventually if, if um, you desperately want to do it I think um, but yeah just getting as much experience as you can I, I think is a, is a good idea in that field yeah, yeah. Mm. And have you found like online platforms such as Instagram and social media and a good place especially. Yeah, to start for comedy skits and things? Oh, yeah. Well, I've sort of turned there in, in, um, the last year um, in, a des- 
as I'm desperate to sell tickets to, to shows. So uh, I think a lot of us have. You know, we've gone like, oh, okay, this seems like a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, and putting content out there. Um, lots of us are scared of burning ideas on the internet, though. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think I, I personally am trying to go for more quality over quantity on the internet. But, um, well, if you can call it quality. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, awesome. Well, if you want to go and see Jack's uh, new show, which is coming to Otago, actually, on the 19th of March at 9pm. Yes, Saturday. Saturday. Oh, my gosh, yes. coming up quickly. Um, you can come. There are seven tickets left, so <gasps> people listen to this show. More than seven. <laughs> so more than seven. <laughs> get in quick. Advertise it, say the, the details here. Well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. Sell it if you want to. I will. Um, <laughs> crap. I don't know if I get to, uh, What is it? It's um, Saturday. At, um, it's 9 9 um, p.m. Oh, you say it. You know. I, I got it. I got it. It's at the um, new anthem. <laughs> anth- this is why I was going to get you to say it because I never say Anthenaeum. this name. Anthenaeum. 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 In the Octi, absolutely. Um, check it out. It's Jack Ansip with the Fringe Festival. Thanks so much for chatting with us, Jack, and good luck for your show. That's right. I hope I did a good radio interview. Oh, you're um, the best. It was great. Yeah. Great. Right. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Alrighty, that is Jack. Um, once again, check that out on the DunedinFringe.nz website. Um, go check him out. Seven seven tickets left, so if you want to go, uh, better better be snappy about it. Yeah, better get in quick. Absolutely. Alrighty. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.